Hello, my name is Mary, spiritual coach and light leader, helping you awaken to your truth and advance on your spiritual journey. This is part two of Awakening 101, Avoiding Spiritual Traps. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you go back. It's only 12 minutes long because I don't want you to miss the full scope of what may be creating resistance for you in moving forward in your spiritual journey. I hope you enjoy. I hope this serves you. And let's get right into it. So our ultimate goal in our spiritual journey is to remember who we are apart from all the identifications we've put on ourselves over time. The goal is to unlearn, decondition everything that we've been taught of who we might be so we can stand in our power and experience the deep joy, abundance, and love that is our birthright. We all have a unique purpose, but collectively... We're here to experiment, experience, and reach our fullest potential to be of service for ourselves and others. So jumping to number 11 and avoiding spiritual traps is desiring to point out people's spiritual shortcomings. For a majority of the population, this is unchartered territory, especially for older people who've lived majority of their lives hypnotized by the ego and society, you can come off very offensive if you try and tell them what they may not be realizing or doing right. Catch yourself criticizing or judging because that is the ego's autopilot reaction when we encounter something that may not feel right for us. You should not correct the outside world without first looking inward. Don't correct other people. It's not self-deprivation because I notice that so many people are doing the outer change, but fewer people are doing the inner work. Catching yourself each time you feel triggered and want to react is a win. And the more you do it, the easier it will get because the shift in perception is the magic. Number 12 is the desire to be respected by others or having a following. I share my truth and use my gifts and wisdom to be a way shower for others that there's a better way to life. I don't do it for the followers, but for the purpose of raising the collective consciousness of the world. When you're on this path, you will receive signs when you're ready to teach because those urges coming from your soul are going to keep coming back and will never leave you. The universe plants ideas in you so you can share and live your own truth and be a messenger, eventually teaching others to do the same. And to be honest, when you awaken, there's really no going back. It becomes this priority and a non-negotiable because who wants to go back to their unfulfilled lives? Number 13 is the desire to continue to have knowledge without having explored or integrate this knowledge. There's nothing wrong with going to retreats, reading books, using psychedelics, if that's your jam and your healing journey. But 
It can't just be a mental experience. You have to embody the teachings or they'll just remain as concepts that the ego may use against you. Honestly experience and explore it within the body and don't just accumulate more knowledge. This was my issue. I wanted to learn everything, so I went to hundreds of workshops, read so many spiritual books, purchased so many courses, one after the other, that it got overwhelming. I burnt out and didn't give myself the time to really integrate. This is not a competition or a race. Respect your divine timing without force and your spiritual unfolding. Let go of control and really surrender to God's plan for you. Number 14 is the desire to be saved or forgiven. Don't look outside of you for authority because the one that saves us is already within us. You are already saved and forgiven. The only thing inhibiting you to true salvation or freedom is your mind. So whenever guilt arises, I always affirm, I always am and always will be worthy, perfect, untouched, unbound, forgiven, and free. Everyone has the capacity to awaken. It is our birthright to wake up to our true nature and really experience life in this human body, feeling the wide array of emotions and contrast between the ebbs and flows. Number 15 is false compassion and false kindness. If you're trying to be kind or compassionate, to be liked, that's not only sustainable, but you're obviously creating more trouble for yourself. People-pleasing, having the difficulty of saying no, seeking approval, being self-absorbed are all catalysts for another dark night of the soul. The solution to this is to be authentic, learn to say no and have healthy boundaries, and don't be disturbed about what other people think. Number 15 is avoiding shadow work. We have to face our trauma and bad habits. There is no shortcut to this. The pathway to heaven is going through the hell, right? So see what's holding you back. Your attitude, your limiting beliefs, inner weaknesses, insecurities, and shine a light on your shadows. They are just neglected parts of you that need loving awareness so you can then transcend and release. Number 16 is important, and that's the desire to kill the ego. You cannot kill the ego, and you cannot hate on the ego either. The ego comes from the mind and it's essentially the act of identifying which can cause a lot of suffering, but it also has its time and place to work for you. For you, not let the ego take control of your life. It is a tool that you can use to your advantage. It keeps you safe from physical danger. It's what triggers your fight or flight system. But the problem is, No one is really chasing us down, so instead, we identify with the problems we create in our heads. 
Instead, when you're triggered, soften your inner space. Expand your awareness by taking deep breaths and shifting your perception. Slow down. Observe your ego or your inner chatter. Number 17 is the desire to escape to consciousness. Again, this is believing something is wrong with you or as if God, quote unquote, made an error. And you can solve this by shifting your perspective. The body is not a prison and you cannot reach true liberation through the belief that you are the body. Last but not least is nihilism. So the belief that life has no meaning, looking at life as a blip, causing judgment from the mind because all things have inherent meaning, or why would you take another breath? The body embodies a story of everything we see, and by following through with this trap, it can lead you to having depression or lack of motivation. So by now you've taken a lot of insights on how to go through your spiritual journey with less resistance. And again, you can listen and take all of this information in as concepts, but this has to be integrated in order for you to fully live out the teachings and impact those around you. And you don't have to get everything right. This is a process. This is not the time to have your perfectionist tendencies and having the most perfect spiritual journey. There is no such thing. It just is. And I'm no guru. You are your own guru. And by you, and that's with a capital Y, I mean the eternal awareness within you, Holy Spirit, intuition, source, divine, whatever you call it. So take what resonates, apply it in your life, and notice how much more in alignment you are with your divine purpose and overall well-being. Screenshot and tag me on Instagram at itsmaryq and at Podcast. Let me know what your biggest takeaway is and where you're at. This is just the beginning. There's so much more to learn and integrate. So if you want to keep getting guidance, be sure to tune in next Thursday or check out other episodes. I've got some exciting content and resources I'm going to be sharing in the near future. But for now, I say thank you for doing this work. You're doing great and I'm feeding you so much love. Namaste. Namaste.